Welcome to episode three of The Grade, the Northeast Charter Schools Network podcast. I'm Joe. Hey everyone, I'm Jess. And today we're going to be talking about charter schools and social media, specifically why charter schools should be using social media. A lot of schools may be asking, why do we have to do this? And this is the thing. In this day and age, when almost everyone is on an iPhone, and if they're not on an iPhone, they're on a computer somewhere, there's virtually no better way to engage with your community, and that includes students, parents, and teachers, than through some of these social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter. Those are the two that we recommend the most. And, you know, if you're really ambitious, you could get into YouTube, Instagram, Flickr, Tumblr, but Facebook and Twitter are the most commonly used platforms. Um, I mean, you could even use Snapchat if you really want, if you're young and understand that's that sort all, of thing. That's what all the young kids are using, I hear. <laughs> but Facebook and Twitter are the main ones. You need to create those pages and you need to make sure you update them often because, you know, just like with regular people, it's weird if, you know, a school or something creates a social media page and then never updates it. So for instance, when you go to Google a school, um, so this morning we did Stanford Charter School for Excellence in Connecticut. So yes, they have their website, which is a must, but also they have a Facebook page. I didn't see a Twitter, but they have a Facebook page and that is really, really important. So the school can post its own updates, its own photos, things of that nature, but also parents can post, you know, oh, my student did great on his homework or his test. They will post the picture and tag the school. It's just this engaging tool that gets people excited about what you're doing, showcases the great works, expands your reach and your audience, and not to mention, in case you don't know, Facebook and Twitter are free. All it takes is just a tiny bit of your time. Yeah, and you know that's the big thing, the time part, because people say, like, oh, I don't have time to do this. I don't know what we would even post. You can post literally anything going on at your school, Um, You can try to, you know, hop on to popular hashtags or anything for the day. Um, For those of you who do not know, hashtags are what you put in your posts to get things trending. So if somebody searches like hashtag charter school, they would see all the posts that use hashtag charter school in them. But uh, yesterday was Star Wars Day. So for May the 4th, be with you. Um, One school posted a picture of their students with Chewbacca. Uh, So you can do things like that. And today we saw a school in Connecticut posting photos of their students celebrating Cinco de Mayo. So anything can be done. Um, You can make it uh, timely and relevant. Or if there's nothing, no holiday going on, you can simply take a picture of your classroom, maybe just during um, something that they're learning or some quiet reading time. It takes less than a minute to post something on social media. And if you're a school leader and you're like, I just do not have the bandwidth to do this. Uh, I did talk to a school last year who assigned each teacher in their school a different day of the week or different day of the month, and they were responsible responsible for posting something on that day of the week. Um, that divvies up the responsibility. Uh, it's not stressful for anyone at all. And you're going to keep your pages fresh because the worst thing, like Joe mentioned before, is to be uh, Googling a school and seeing, oh, oh, they have a Facebook, great. Oh, they haven't posted in six months. Well, what what has that school been up to? I'm not, I'm not sure. They don't really look like they're all that active. If you're active and you see, oh, they just posted yesterday, it looks like they're engaged in what's going on with their students and their parents. Yeah. I mean, you always have things going on at your school. So it's really easy, even if you know you have a sports team and a mascot, somebody's running around the mascot costume, you can just take a picture of the mascot running around the hallways and you know post about how your mascot's really excited for game day or something. Um, you know, we talk a lot about posts with pictures because they get 
Um, on Twitter, tweets with images have double the engagement. Uh, Facebook and their best practices, they recommend using posts with images because that really drives engagement up. But it doesn't always have to be an image post. You could use Facebook for something as simple as like, hey, parents, heads up, we have early dismissal on Friday. You know, just simple messages like that to keep in contact with your school community. There's also, you can also fundraise through these channels. You can ask schools to take action. Um, I know Joe was talking to me earlier about Elmwood uh, Village Charter School in Buffalo. Their school posted a lot of updates about the school board elections that happened this week and the candidates, and they really wanted to get their school population engaged on this issue and informed. So they know, you know, what the issues are, who who they should vote for, and what the outcomes are when certain candidates are elected. So it can be political, it can be fundraising, it can be fun, it can be school goings on. It's really up to you. Yeah, and you can share other people's content too. Um, you know, New Beginnings Family Academy in Connecticut held a panel discussion uh, last week, and we put up a blog about it. Uh, highlighting the event, and they actually just shared that. Um, But, you know, not to shamelessly self-promote, you don't have to share all our things. But if other people, other community groups have something going on, an event you think would be cool for families, you know, that are part of your school to attend, you can share stuff like that very easily. Yep, and you actually never really know who's paying attention. So uh, in December of 2015, we here at the Northeast Charter Schools Network launched a holiday campaign on our social media channels called uh, the Charter School Wish List. Um, you, you can search that hashtag to see what pops up. Uh, I think another hashtag we used was all I want for my charter school. Um, this was in New York State, and the aim was to let people know what charter schools are doing without because of the funding disparity that they uh, deal with. They receive thousands less uh, per student per year compared to traditional district schools. And sometimes they have to make difficult decisions on what uh, to purchase for their students. And one little girl at Bronx Charter School for Excellence posted a photo of herself asking, saying, all I wish for my charter school is that we had more laptops. So we shared that photo, the school shared that photo, and some total stranger with no affiliation to the school whatsoever happened to see this on Twitter, and after the holidays, contacted the school directly and said that he was moved by the photo and wanted to donate uh, a whole set of Chromebooks to the students. So that all happened. It's actually on our blog at extracreditblog.org. But it's one of those things that you just really never know who's paying attention. So not only are you engaging with your school community, you're engaging with your your community, people that just might be a charter school supporter. So um, great things can happen. You can connect with people and just put a positive image of what you're doing out there because we know that the work that goes on behind the scenes and in your classrooms is wonderful, and we need to share that as much as possible. Absolutely. And uh, just to step back for a second, where you sort of dove right into this, we're throwing a lot at you, if you've even listened this long. Um, We made a social media toolkit Um, that runs through all sorts of best practices and how schools use social media that will also be posted online uh, in the accompanying blog post with this podcast at extracreditblog.org. And then just to, you know, quickly run through some other examples of how we've seen schools use, you know, social media, digital media, things like that. Um, South Buffalo Charter School, uh, they do video in-house 
they actually have their students tape this sort of, you know, news programmy type thing, giving updates on the school, and they post those. Um, you know, we've seen a charter school out in Connecticut. Their kids were running in a marathon um, for fundraising, and they promoted that on Twitter. Syracuse Academy Charter School, Syracuse Academy of Science Charter School, rather, um, just had a, uh, produced an incredible video of their students um, to one of the popular songs that's going on now. I think it was Happy. I'm not totally no, sure. best day of my I'm life. Sorry, best day of my <laughs> life. <laughs> and great video shows this dynamic school with tons of happy kids and teachers. They um, That actually made the news out in the, it was in the Post Standard out in Syracuse, at least on their website anyway. But they posted that on their social media channels. We reposted. That's some great content. Oh, yeah. And that's a really easy thing. Like, if your school's ever in the news, share those stories. Like, we had mentioned Elmwood Village earlier. They do that a lot because um, their school's very active in the community. So every time they're in the Buffalo News or something, they share that. So, I mean, that's just good to, you know, show parents and other community members that, you know, the school is out there. We're engaged. Uh, things like that. Um, actually, just this morning, I saw Jamoki Academy uh, in Hartford um, share a thing about their summer program. You know, they're starting to register people for that. So, you know, you can always use social media to promote things like that. Yep, absolutely. The possibilities are really endless. It's whatever your goals are, but we can't emphasize enough how much we think this is a great way to engage your community and make sure that your good works are are showcased to the world. So just to summarize, the most important two platforms are Facebook and Twitter. And I think posting once a day is really ideal. Again, takes less than a minute to do. You don't have to do this multiple times a day. If you don't have time, once a day should suffice. Yeah, so if, you know, you want more information on this stuff, want to talk about it a little more in depth, you can always reach out to Jess or myself. Um, and again, in the accompanying blog post with this on extracreditblog.org, we'll have the social media toolkit, uh, links to our Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram pages. Um, and then we'll link to some school pages so you can see how other schools are really, you know, benefiting from social media. So until next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you.